welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. You can call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word with extra sauce, honey. That hot sauce in my bag. Swag. Swag. <laughs> um, yeah, on Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Before participating, our usual memo. <laughs> Public service announcement. Sponsored please. by Jesus. <laughs> so, sponsored by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> please make sure your asthma pump is available to you. If it's in your pocket, put it on the table because you might not be able to grab it when you're gasping for air Mm-mm. you know so just this one ah this one this topic this one is that we have for you today e- it's very sticky it's very sticky so we need you to sit down but is it sticky also just pretty straightforward it's straightforward but because of the times that we live in it's sticky yeah yeah, yeah? that's true it's sticky and you've probably seen the title i don't know what the title is as of yet but mm-hmm. by the time you see it we would have had a title <laughs> and you would have seen a title and be like, oh gosh, oh, gosh. oh my Lord. Oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going down. No, so, um, but what I would say is, can you keep an open mind? Yeah. Can you open your mind? Everybody, okay, let's grab the keys to our minds, guys. Open. Open it. And just put the key on the table, okay? Don't touch the key till the podcast is finished. Even after, just leave the key somewhere safe. Don't let anybody else get it. But lock the key away with another key. Sorry, anyway. What's the word on the street, Tina? The word on the street oh, I'm, is... Oh, I'm Femi, by the way. Oh, and I'm Tina. The word on the street is y'all got gay bishops. <gasps> y'all got gay pastors. Your choir leader's gay. Your your keyboardist is a homosexual. Like, the word on the street is y'all are just homosexual. Y'all, like all of y'all? All of y'all. All of y'all. Everybody. All of y'all. No, I'm joking. We're on the street. <laughs> How is, you, there is a lot of homosexuality happening in the church and in the body of Christ. And I mean, that is in the four walls because it can't happen in God's body. Okay? <laughs> Facto. Okay? It can't Pardon? happen in the body of Christ, but it can happen oh, in the four mean. walls of the church. <laughs> and that's what we're saying is some of y'all bishops and pastors and deacons and treasurers is on the down low. Okay, your keyboardist, your praise and worship leader. Okay, the one that is dressed in the choir. Okay, the one that is doing secret seamstress. Secret seamstress. <laughs> the one that is doing secret seamstress is a high sexual. Okay, is that okay? Is it okay? is it okay, guys? My joke's over. Is it okay? Um, the topics that we're gonna be discussing, <laughs> you can obviously imagine, is is homosexuality wrong? How should the church address homosexuality? And can a gay person have an authoritative role in church? I'm already laughing at that question. And I don't want it to be bad. I'm not a mean person, guys. So by no means say, oh, Tina is mean because she's already laughing at that question. <laughs> but the question makes me laugh. <laughs> For reasons that you'll later find out. But um, so yes, so can a gay person have an authoritative position in church? And we just want to stress, guys, like we said time and time again, this is not a judgment zone. We are looking at the word of God, what it says in there, and we are relaying it with you. That's what we're doing. We're not adding, okay, we're adding gist and ginger, <laughs> but we're not adding bread or rice. We're just adding spice on top. I'm hungry. Yeah, it's okay. We'll eat soon. We'll eat after. But um, yeah, so that okay so that, should we I love go? you should we do love and it's you? out of love or we wouldn't be making it because we know it's a controversial topic so if we didn't love you we would save ourselves the peace 
and we will save ourselves the hassle and just not make the podcast. Mm-hmm. Abby, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So question number one is homose- <laughs> is homosexuality wrong? Um, I don't know. For me, do you want to go first or should I go first? Is it because you don't know or? No, okay. So what I would say is homosexuality is a sin. Mm-hmm. Just like fornication is a sin. Just like adul- adultery is a sin. Just like every other sin is a sin. It's no different. And um, I, one thing I don't understand about society today is why do we make it out like homosexuality is so special? It, it's the same as everything else. I am a heterosexual person who enjoys sex quite a bit, if I'm allowed to say. To last at podcast, you was getting on me. You literally got onto me for saying. But you that. were talking about things were torn, turning you on. I'm not turned on currently. I'm just telling people that I like sex. I said that it's being different. submissive. You were, me on. you were currently. T- you were turned on I in the moment. That I saw specific. you. They didn't see you. It's a podcast. They couldn't see you. I could see you. I was like, okay, should I give you a room? Me and Nadine were feeling just. Stage we left. were gonna just give you some time, girl. No, I'm joking. But so I, like I said, I have to repeat myself now. See what you did. I'm a Christian, and I'm somebody who enjoys sex, heterosexual sex, heterosexual sex. Well, <laughs> sex. Let's just leave it at that. Um, and um, but I, as a Christian, I'm not allowed to fornicate because I'm a Christian. Yeah, that's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That that's it. That do you, does. Do you see how that's really simple? Because yeah. I'm Christian, and my God, as a Christian, doesn't want me to fornicate. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to fornicate. It's mm-hmm. a sin to me, a mm-hmm. heterosexual woman. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you're heterosexual or homosexual, fornication is a sin. Mm-hmm. So if you're fornicating or you're doing sexual Im- immoral, sexually immoral things with another human being mm-hmm. who is not your, or even who is your mm-hmm. husband or wife, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to have a threesome, for example, in mm-hmm. Christianity. Like sexual immoral things. Mm-hmm you are sinning you're a sinner and sinners don't inherit the kingdom of god that is what we believe yeah whether or not you want to believe that Mm. is fine Mm. but that's what we believe so if you claim to believe in jesus and you claim to believe in god Mm. and the holy spirit Mm. and you claim to be a christian Mm -hmm. then what i don't get is how you can say you think that homosexuality is fine Mm -hmm. Because in the Bible, it says that it doesn't. And a lot of people say, oh, it's only the Old Testament where it says that. Actually, it's more in the New Testament than it is in the Old Testament. It's only really in... Is it in Leviticus Leviticus. and Genesis where homosexuality is even mentioned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, but very, like, sparsely. Yeah, very. But in every other book of Paul... Literally, every other book he's talking about homosexuality is wrong, yeah. fornication is wrong, adultery yeah. is wrong. He yeah. doesn't single out homosexuals once, he doesn't single anybody out. He always includes it with other things, including drunkards and revilers, which is people who speak malicious words, will not you know, their mouths you know, or mouth. slanderers and gossipers. You're all in the same bag, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all of those things are in the same bag. So, I don't get why we have such a big deal when it comes to homosexuality we have to tiptoe around and say no homosexuality is fine because the bible is outdated Mm. but i mean there was homosexuality in biblical times as well Mm. it was quite prolific Mm. which is why it was being addressed in the bible Mm -hmm. or paul wouldn't have known about it so Mm. he wouldn't have spoken about it Mm. do you know what i mean but because it was a thing and it's a thing that god didn't want people to be doing Mm. god said don't do it Mm. and that's why we have this 
argument here yeah. right now. But you're yeah. not a different kind of sinner. You're yeah. not worse. You're not better. Yeah. It's not not a sin. It's yeah. a sin according to Christianity. You, if you don't believe in Christianity, then fine. Yeah. But one thing that I don't ascribe to is Christians saying it's not a sin. But yeah. fornication is a sin, but homosexuality isn't. Yeah. So why aren't I allowed to commit my sin, but you're yeah. allowed to commit your sin? That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, no, it's true. And I've got in my, I've got in my notes, right? I've got in my notes that rolls eyes, because literally for me, this is like a rolls eyes topic. But homosexuality, as you have said, for some reason is celebrated in society with like pioneering excitement it's like oh you made it you gay you know it's like you have reached but a pinnacle to be gay, yeah right? you have reached like, a pinnacle of status in your life if you are now homosexual or you're gay and it's seen as such a good thing and a hallmark of progress mm-hmm. which for some strange reason i cannot comprehend and homosexuality is sin it's sin it's wrong in the eyes of god and if you don't believe us let's just read some scriptures and get into it okay first corinthians verse 6 9 to 10 I said that wrong. First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine to 10, and then 12 to 13 says, or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor the slanderers, nor swindlers, so don't be a crook, all you for one I know, stop it, will inherit the mm-hmm. kingdom of God. Okay, verse 12 says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say food for the stomach and the stomach for food and God will destroy them both. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Okay, and that's why um, Christians will not necessarily stand out prolifically against homosexuality above anything else and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's to, no, a, they cer- do, to a certain degree um, a worse sin than anything else mm-hmm. but here the Bible was saying that sexual immorality against the body is a specific type of sin so that's even bestiality mm-hmm. that's fornication you know I mean that's adultery so sins masturbation anything that you're doing to your body mm-hmm. is is God takes it very seriously because yeah. he made the body for himself to dwell in oh Oh my God. You know, like he made the body for himself to dwell in. So he's saying, this is what it says. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. So when you are committing sexual immorality, so whether that's fornication, adultery, masturbation, or homosexuality, is serious and is not allowed. Okay, it's not allowed and it is sin. And as Christians, we believe that to embrace homosexuality or homosexual practice along with other sins, it keeps you out of the kingdom of God. And what our main emphasis and main purpose is as Christians is to get you into the kingdom of God. So anything that you do that's going to keep you out of the kingdom of God, we're going to tell you, baby girl, baby boy, don't do it. Do not do it. And if just because our society celebrates it doesn't mean that we should condone it. Just because society celebrates it doesn't mean that we should also now just see it as something that is okay to do. 
And so it's not that we're trying to oversimplify it and say, okay, do you know what? Christians are simply against homosexuality. We are not simply against homosexuality. We are against any sin that restrains people from getting into the kingdom of God. Simple point blank and the period. So we'll still talk about every other sin, but because you guys like homosexuality so much, we are also going to talk about it. Okay, because we can't shut up. Woe betide me. Yeah, if I just, if we keep this to ourselves, we can't. And it may offend you. You may have a gay cousin okay and you really want them to go to heaven but they're not going to and it sounds harsh and it sounds like we're being really mean oh yeah but god loves everybody yes but you cannot be you cannot have so much sin in your life and enter into the kingdom of god no matter what kind of sin it is if you are a thief from morning to night your thieves will not do not inherit the kingdom of god it's so simple do not be don't be pressed by it okay nobody else cares that much all we're saying is any kind of sin that prevents entry into the kingdom of God, you cannot do. And homosexuality is one of them. You can't do it. So your gay bishop, your gay choir leader, your gay keyboardist, the one who sews the clothes, they're not, it's just not okay. Because you're a bishop doesn't mean you're getting to heaven because you're a bishop. If you're homosexual, you're not gonna, it's not going to happen. And I want to really emphasise, um, kind of like the society has put this really, has really perverted sex, mm-hmm. right? They've really mm-hmm. perverted what sex is. You know, casual sex is so acceptable. Promiscuity is really acceptable in society nowadays, but it's not acceptable to God. Mm-hmm. And um, that that scripture, um, I don't know which version you were reading, but in the... New um, International Version? In the New King James, mm-hmm. um, it says, nor f- neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers nor homosexuals nor sodomites so it's not even just homosexuals but people who commit sodomy so a man can commit sodomy with a woman Mm. and it's still sodomy and those people also will not inherit the kingdom of God do you understand so it's not we're not singling you out because you have a particular sexual preference like your sex isn't what the world has made it to be Mm -hmm. sex is what God has you know sanctioned and made um specifically for a specific yeah Yeah. for a specific situation which is marriage heterosexual marriage but it's not about your sex you have to be specific to your state you have to it's not and the thing is homosexuality breeds sexual immorality yeah do you know what i mean i I don't have any homosexual homosexual abstinent friends yeah do you know what i mean yeah it breeds sexual immorality yeah so it's not even just about okay because you're having sex with a man but you're having sex outside of marriage anyway yeah so that's that's forbidden that's not uh that's not a christian thing you know christians do it i'm not saying christians don't do it because you be fornicating in the church christians you stay fornicating in the church (laughs) for sure like for real though like a lot and that's not okay either Mm. And, and one thing that i don't understand is why we place this big pedestal on like sexual identity who i uh, uh, you know the whole pride thing is about i'm proud to be gay because it is who i am you are not your sexuality yeah you are a child of god you yeah. are a person and there's yeah. so many things that make you up and the sexuality is your there's the least of that yeah. why does who you have sex with determine your, your identity? identity why why does that why is that the thing that you place the most importance on? Because as a heterosexual, I, I could care less about My who I see with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't shape me as a person. And I understand that there's a struggle that comes with it. And, and a lot of that struggle is a spiritual thing. Hmm. Like, there's a big spiritual issue with it. Hmm. Uh, and another thing that I don't like, sorry, this is kind of jumping off topic a bit fast, but don't compare it to being black, please. Do people it's, do that? It's not the same. Do people do yeah. that? Yeah. They compare homosexuality to race? Yeah. 
like oh it's like being black like no it's they're, not they're, they're oppressed like, like they're yeah like the oppression because no it's not the same please it's really not <gasps> and that's offensive to me if you if you feel like you know yeah <laughs> i know people say okay you don't have control over who you love da, 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 but you do you have, have control, control over who you, you have sex with. with you don't have to have sex you know and that's that's a viable thing it's but in christianity it is viable to not have sex with anyone mm-hmm. paul says i wish that you i will that you will not marry mm. this chair <laughs> my gun <laughs> is it because i'm fat <laughs> Obviously no. <laughs> I mean, it might be. <laughs> Sorry, I broke the check because I need to go on a diet. Then, you know, <laughs> you know, Christmas was just okay. Christmas wasn't even that. It wasn't close. No, but it was seventy-two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know, what was I saying? Uh, you can choose who you to have. Who you have yeah, sex you can with. choose who you have sex with. You don't have to have sex with people. You know, you can. I'm abstinent at the moment, and that's not me saying oh, I'm better than you because I'm abstinent. But I choose to be abstinent because I don't want to offend God. I know that fornication upsets God, and I love God, so I don't want to upset God. Yeah. God is my father, and He's my master and my king. Yeah. So if He says don't skydive, then I'm not going to skydive. Yeah. If He says don't drink ger- cherry Kool Aid, I'm not drinking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really that simple. But we make it out like it's such a big deal. But it it's really really black and white when you think about it. I Absolutely. understand that there's a struggle with it because I struggle with staying celibate. Mm-hmm. My God, I struggle, and I I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. As a testimony offering in relation <laughs> to that. Whole Do you know point. what I mean? It's hard. It's I'm struggle. not trying to say it's easy. And I understand that there is a certain stigma on on um, having a homosexuality, sexual orientation. That doesn't make sense. Of being homosexual, a homosexual, homosexual, a homosexual, or being gay or whatever. There I'm is a stigma. So homosexual. Like no, that shush. Yeah, I'm trying to make a point, and I'm trying to be serious. Like, um, <laughs> lad. You know, I understand that there is a stigma and it is hard and it is difficult um, to overcome. I'm not saying that, but so is fornication. So is a spirit of lust. So is a spirit of, you know, trifling, cheating, you know? <laughs> trifling. It's hard to overcome we, being a... But I'm saying, like, it's hard. All of our sins are hard to overcome. Why do you get to be the... I'm um, using that PC, the PC term. Why do you get to be the special so fake that you're allowed to commit your sin? And I'm not allowed to commit my sin. I don't, I really honestly don't get what is different about it. And if you can explain to me what is different, but don't you dare say it's because that is who you are. Because you are not the sum of your, of your, of your sexual partners. You are so much more than that. And I really want to encourage someone today that if you are suffering, um, with sexual sin, you are struggling with any sexual sin, whether it be um, homosexuality or fornication or whatever it is, I really want you to just, I keep saying this every podcast, seek God, seek the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and get him, allow him into your life, allow him to soften your heart, allow him to let you know that you are not who you sleep with, mm-hmm. that you are not defined by who you have sex with or what you prefer to do in the bedroom. That doesn't define you, mm. you know? God has made you so much more than that. You are special. You are loved. You are precious. Mm. It's not all about sex. Mm. The world has tried to make it all about sex, but it really isn't. You are so much more than that. And I, I wish we could just break break free of, you know, feeling that way. Amen. She says it in the song. And, and a really good scripture for that, which I'm not going to read because I can't be bothered because it's really long. But um, Romans 1. Yeah. Romans 1, the whole chapter, is just so great in terms of explaining, you know, about sexual depravity 
and how God has just left us to our own devices because we're so stubborn about it. Yeah. But, you know, the, those of us who encourage people, especially in the church, who encourage people to to be gay or to um, watch pornography or whatever, it, it's, it's, it's wrong. You, you have to take a stand against sexual sin. We can't yeah. allow sexual sin to penetrate, penetrate, see what I did there, sorry. The, sorry. <laughs> that's for grown folks. But that's for grown folks. But it shouldn't be inside the church. Yeah. See, now I can't stop thinking of sexual innuendos. It's really bad. I'm sorry, guys. Um, and another thing is that I need us to get to the point whereby... I need us to get to the point whereby we have stopped. No, in fact, another thing is don't now come and say, I was made this way. I was born this way. You're not born of a specific sexual sexual preference, okay? And you can't just say, oh, I was born gay. No, God made them male and female and he made them male and female for reproductive purposes. He made them male and female because that's the best partnership. He made Adam and Eve, okay? Male plants have a male part and a female part. Plants, animals, <laughs> male and female, okay? There are no homosexual plants. People have been like, oh, there's homosexual animals that they've seen two apes or gorillas getting it on. That's their own business and they've been watching man. Are you yeah? an animal? <laughs> are you an animal? Are you an animal? <laughs> Don't liken yourself to one, you know what I mean? Plants are made male and female. A flower, the, what is it, the male part is the stamen, stamen? Yeah, stamen. And then the female part is something else, stigmata. right? I think it's stigmata. Yes, I think it's stigmata too. Yes, I think it, it's stigmata too. It's I'm, the little There's the some little biologists who are just laughing at us. Like, what is wrong with you? He is having a field there. Uh, you know? Um, and so, you know, th- we were made in a specific way for a specific reason. Do not come and let something else brainwash and be like, okay, they were made, they were born this way. That's how they feel most comfortable. I mean, I feel comfortable in makeup. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I am not normal when I am not wearing makeup. You know what I mean? I feel comfortable with my hair laid. <laughs> Doesn't mean that I am less normal when my hair is not laid. You know what I mean? You can't say, oh, I feel more comfortable in that because comfortability is so relevant and it's so subjective. And just because you feel comfortable laying with a man doesn't mean that it's right. Yeah. Just because you feel comfortable laying with a woman doesn't mean that it's right. Don't confuse comfortability and a temporary state of comfortableness, if that's a word, with what you what make is your... Here. We make words here. We have been given the authority to do so with what you believe and what you we know from the Bible, from God's word, which is true. Yeah. We have to be very careful with the things that we say. No, you are not made like this. No, it's just just because you're comfortable, like like it doesn't make it normal. Oh, and people also start to say, okay, love covers a multitude of sins. Please, if you quote me that scripture in relation to homosexuality or any kind of kingdom preventing sin yeah you cannot quote love covers a multitude of sins for kingdom preventing sins Mm -hmm. okay you can't do it that's not how it works god loves you he will always love you he'll always love you but you can't enter the kingdom of god with certain sins like it doesn't make sense okay yes love does cover a multitude of sin and love will cover the the sin and help you out of the sin that's what it means is that jesus's love has covered it and i'm preaching here right what that (laughs) actually means is that jesus's love has covered that sin he's wiped it away he's done away with it he's made a way of escape for you with his love with his blood sacrifice he has paid the price that's what love 
covers a multitude of sins mean it doesn't mean that because love covers a multitude of sin that you can just sin because the love has covered it point blank and the period that's wrong okay we are to love the sinner and hate the sin right we are to love the sinner and hate the sin i can love you but i cannot condone what you're doing and that's what it is that's what it is um i want to read this as well um galatians 6 uh where did i start should i start at seven no start at eight no i'll start at seven uh be not deceived god is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he shall also reap for he that sows to his flesh of the flesh reap corruption but he that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting Mm. so when you commit sexual sin of any Mm. kind or any kind of sin when you commit a sin Mm. you are sowing to your flesh you are sowing to the pleasure of your flesh Mm. and you're letting your um we said this a couple of um, podcasts ago you're letting your belly be your god Mm. you're satisfying your flesh and the lust of the flesh rather than sowing into the spirit and you know there's a way that seems right to man Mm. but but that way leads to destruction you know Mm. that it's not just because you think it's right just because you think it's okay doesn't Mm. make it okay Mm. we serve an everlasting god who's unchanging Mm. our laws our opinions change all the time one day it's okay to get married to a man um when you're a man next day it's not Mm -hmm. okay one day it's okay to um do one thing and do you know what i mean laws change all the time one Mm. day weed is illegal the next day they're letting everybody out of prison because weed Mm. is legal now laws change you know people change governments change god doesn't change yeah god's will doesn't change and he said this from genesis it's yeah. not like he said it oh he only found out about it in jeremiah that he decided that he wanted to talk. from genesis from the beginning of the bible he said that this is not okay so yeah. what makes you think in your ultimate wisdom of 27 years that do you know what i mean i just i, I can't understand why we think that we know better than god yeah in Romans 1, 26 to 27, it says, even though women, and this is a paraphrase from, I think, an Old Testament scripture, so maybe I can go and find it there, but it says, even though women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones, in the same way, men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. So this is here talking about what is natural. Mm-hmm. And by what is natural means what has been God-ordered, okay? Yeah. How God set it in place. And he says, it's unnatural, it's on. It's ungodlike for women to sleep with women and it's unnatural and ungodlike for men to sleep with men mm-hmm. um which automatically would insinuate that that's not how god created it to be mm-hmm. okay so you cannot say that you was born with the desire um to sleep with the same sex because that is unnatural and it's not the way that god intended it to be and people get really offended when you talk about natural as though like it's unreasonable to say that it's unnatural. But let yeah. me just give you a really outlandish example of how it wouldn't work if that was natural. If men, if it was natural for men to sleep with men and women to sleep with women, and we could all do it, and 100% of the world were homosexuals, mm-hmm. then how would we <laughs> progress as the human race? Absolutely. Like, how would that work? I don't really understand. Would we have to do, yeah. like, test you babies? People would have to sleep with people that they don't really want to yeah. because... 
just to just to reproduce and then they could yeah. go and be with their real lovers yeah. so the whole world would be doing polygamy over again even though we've already established um last podcast that that's not god's perfect will he yeah. just kind of accepted it at the time yeah. and then abolished it later yeah um like how would how would that work if everybody was a homosexual a hom- homosexual why do i keep saying that because it's great <laughs> <I understand. laughs> um it, it wouldn't work if everybody was a homosexual it doesn't yeah. make sense and why again why i really want to know why are you allowed to be a sinner yeah. and i'm not why are you allowed to do that and i'm not because yeah. god is saying it's also unnatural for people to fornicate it's yeah. also unnatural these are things that god didn't plan you know so it's not and even to be honest with you even even though they don't say it because they don't particularly care about more like the moral implications but um atheists also believe that it's not natural and i'll tell you why richard dawkins mm-hmm. he says that human beings are um like the function of a human being is to reproduce we are information passing down machines i can't remember what he said progenitors mm. of dna that's mm. what we are mm. you can't progenate no, i don't know what the word is you can't pass down dna if you're in a homosexual relationship yeah unless you're doing it through science which we obviously always didn't always have ivf yeah, and stuff like that we didn't true. always have um, surrogacy so obviously it's not natural mm. so don't be offended when someone tells you that homosexual is not homosexuality is not yeah, well, but not when anybody, but especially a Christian, because we're saying the same thing that, you know, that science says. It isn't natural. Don't be silly. Like, mm. how can it be natural? If it was natural, then we wouldn't be here as a human race mm. because it's impossible to pass down DNA mm. through homosexual intercourse. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's not to offend anybody. That's just, I thought that was obvious, but I can understand why that would offend you yeah. if you're currently in the midst of it and that's how you feel and you feel very strongly about wanting to have that lifestyle you know and also it's a lifestyle which is the reason why it's not why i guess it's so different because you have you have to be very like when you're when you're openly gay anyway when you're Mm. when you're openly homosexual it's like you're willfully sinning against god and you don't care like it's a pride thing right Mm -hmm. so i think that moving on to like how how should the church address homosexuality i think and i think we can address um how should the church address homosexuality and should um a homosexual person have an authoritative role in the church simultaneously yeah i guess so. um so how should it be addressed in the church um we need to tell you as the body of christ or your church needs to tell you that you are wrong you are still loved but what you're doing needs to stop Okay, the desires need to stop. The act needs to stop. As I said before, you can love the sinner but hate the sin. Um, sinners are allowed in church. That's what church is there for. So yeah, I mean, we're not saying that you can't go to church because that's the place of restoration. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you go to get fixed. It's a hospital. It's it, it it's it's a hospital. It's it's the kind of the training camp. You know what I mean? So yeah, what's that? What's the saying? It's a hospital for sinners, not a museum for the righteous or something absolutely something like that exactly. i know it's not that but something like Wait, that, that, it, that, that it's along that vein yeah. Things, yeah so sinners are allowed in church you can you can but you can't keep being a homosexual though you know what i mean you can't say okay yeah i'm not gonna commit any sexual immorality in my heart or in 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 physical and and i'm gonna still go to church and i'm gonna just be a homosexual but i'm not gonna be a practicing homosexual that doesn't make sense either you know in the same way you can't keep molesting kids or can't still be a somebody who thinks about molesting kids in your mind you know what i mean you can't keep being a liar you can't keep being a murderer i feel like people 
don't receive it because it's you're hurting someone else. Whereas stuff like fornication and homosexuality, you're not hurting anybody. Okay, so let me so, let I, I negate that statement mm-hmm. because I'm liking it to things that are offensive to other people. Okay, fine. You're allowed in a church. You can go to church, but you can't stay the same way because no one supposed to stay the same way when they're in church. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't we be all, a liar. We all yeah. We all came from the darkness into light you know and there is no light and homosexuality are not synonymous with each other Mm -hmm. and so you can't be a homosexual and still be a functioning member of the church for a very long period of time because that's not how it works that means you're there's no restoration taking place there's no healing taking place spiritual and mental and physical healing there's no spiritual mental or physical restoration taking place you know there is no washing away of sins there's no new creation there's no old things have passed away you know what i mean and it's encouraging others to also sin yeah there's there's none of that in the church and the church is supposed to be a progressive place where there is real change you know i mean souls are changed lives are changed and if that's the case that you can't be a homosexual in church for a long period of time so as a body of christ we have to welcome you into the body and tell you it's okay baby girl come here it's okay dude come here we love on you and we help you get it together and i think that's pretty much it and i want to stress that there's a lot there's a lot of sin in the church that's the point jesus came to save sinners he didn't come to let the righteous know they were doing a good job he came to take sinners out of sin Mm. you know so Yes, you're going to be offended. I can understand why you'd be offended. But the point of the Bible is to say what you're doing is wrong. That's the point. That's why Jesus came. He didn't come to tell you what you're doing is fine. He came yeah, to tell you what you're doing is wrong. You. You, you need to change or you won't make it to heaven. Mm. You know, the message of Jesus was repent and the, for the kingdom of God, God is at hand. Yeah. That is the message of God. Repent is the first word in that message. You mm. have to turn away from your sin or your lifestyle that is unpleasing to God mm. you know even for something that isn't strictly sin if you're living like a deceptive lifestyle like you mm. have some kind of career that's like you know you know you shouldn't really be doing it and you have a conviction in your heart that you shouldn't do it da, 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 da. Um, if, if, you're, if you're in that kind of career or you're in that kind of lifestyle whatever it is regardless of whether it's to do with sex or not mm. you shouldn't be doing it mm. um, yeah I, I mean you have to address people with love. What I hate about the church, actually, is that, especially when it comes to homosexuality, they're so so hypocritical and they're so malicious and so vile about it, you know? Like, I I know so many people who are just so, who are quote-unquote anti-gay and that makes me sick because it's like, what do you mean? You should be anti liar, anti yeah, anti like, everything. Why, else, why are you, you know so? I mean? Why is it such a big deal to the church? It's the same big deal as all the other sins all are. Other sins let's not exclude it. Let's not isolate it. Let's not put it in its own little pedestal. It's not different. It's the same. Mm. You know, like um, and people use Sodom and Gomorrah as an excuse, like oh, because God never did anything. Um, like that to any other city and the only reason that he did that is because they were committing sodomy well actually no it's not it's because they wanted to rape angels Mm. there's a big difference between committing sodomy and raping angels guys if you can't see the difference between that I can't help you but like you know and and I know for a fact that it was more than sodomy going on in Sodom and Gomorrah let's not be silly enough to assume that the only sin in Sodom and Gomorrah was sodomy or homosexuality it wasn't yeah, it yeah. was a horrible place yeah. you know and and you know it, it, in the times if you read around 
you know that kind of time like a lot of human sacrifice was going on in that, yeah. those times and stuff God hated these things and Sodom and Gomorrah was the only place that we see in the Bible where he kind of destroyed it by fire and brimstone mm. but it's not the only place that he wanted to do it to yeah. he wanted to do it to a whole heap of places what about um, Jonah and yeah, Nineveh? Nineveh like what you know let's not forget all that let's not conveniently forget mm. all the other times that God wanted to do that and God didn't mention anything about sodomy or homosexuality mm. in that um, respect and it might have been there but you know, that's not why God burned Sodom and Gomorrah. And yeah, I just, let's address people with love, guys. Mm. It's all about, it is about love, but love is also tough love sometimes. Mm. It is about chastising and disciplining people. Mm. So can you be a gay bishop, gay pastor? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of Holy Spirit is convicting you that it's okay to be a homosexual or a fornicator or whatever as a pastor. If If you're a pastor in a church and you commit a wrong and you can't see that it's wrong, then I'm really scared for you and your church. I'm scared that you can't see that you've committed a sin. Or that, like, for example, you know, people will be convicted, but they won't tell anyone, you know, mm. if you've got a secret sin, and, you know, you're doing something, you say, okay, say your pastor is watching pornography, and he's still pastoring, you know, like, it's a secret sin, you can't see it, nobody knows. He himself has to deal with that. Mm. He himself has to. But once somebody knows, we can't just allow you to continue Mm. we've got to intervene Mm. there has to be some kind of like like tina was saying restoration Mm. you know there has to be some kind of restoration you have to you have to start to build your way back to god Mm. because god is not happy with you when you're living a lifestyle of sin Mm. and i want to make it really clear that there's a difference between living a lifestyle of sin and willfully sinning throughout your life and committing a sin Mm. we commit sin all the time but living a sinful lifestyle a proud willing willing to sin lifestyle is completely different mm. than sinning you know and struggling with sin and trying to repent mm. and being having a broken and contrite heart mm. you know david murdered someone but he, because he had a broken and contrite heart god was able to forgive him mm. and move past it but he wasn't continuously murdering people every time he saw somebody that he liked oh murder this guy's wife murder this one too he wasn't like that mm. you know he committed sin, but he was not a willful sinner, you know, and he continuously went to God and said, please convict me of the things that I do knowingly and unknowingly, Absolutely. you know, and that's what we have to do. We have to humble ourselves. I, I personally feel like if you have a, like a, a really open sin in church and you're in a position of authority, it's like you don't even care about God. How can you be willfully sinning and be in a position of authority and just be like, yeah, I'm still going to do it. I, I, I just can't I personally can't understand it because my relationship with God is not like that yes I have things that I struggle with till this day but I don't willfully do them I don't disregard God's feelings when I do them you know um, what do you think about uh, we know we were talking about in the car the, the woman who there was a pastor I don't know her name she was in America I think um, and, oh America no I'm joking and um, she basically she fornicated with her fiance and got pregnant by her fiance so they were going to get married I don't know if they're married now. And then she she refused to step down as the pastor of a church. Mm. What do you think about that? I was saying that I completely disagree with that. I feel like um, you can't serve other people in a certain a position of authority whilst you are sinning. 
and maybe in her defense she'd be like okay i sinned and i'm not now sinning like i'm not having sex with him right now as i'm preaching is that what she said no but oh, i can imagine but that as was, i'm preaching I can imagine that that on the pulpit like <laughs> currently yeah we didn't have sex last <laughs> night you know what i mean and so therefore i can preach today yeah you know what i mean i can imagine that would have been her defense because we didn't read enough of the article to get that far into the defense because we were both like ugh. but um, <laughs> i just feel like you can't take it from somebody who has has been stripped of authority in the past um because i okay so i have a child right if you don't know that i have a child and i was a youth leader at the time mm-hmm. um and i had various different positions in church and different roles and many of those positions were positions of authority mm-hmm. okay and when i and i was and i was still serving whilst i was fornicating mm-hmm. which was really really bad so when i when it was when it came to light that i was pregnant child not only was i banned from church for a considerable amount of pe- considerable period of time but when i was allowed to return back to church i wasn't allowed to serve and i didn't even want to serve i didn't mm. even feel like i'm in a position enough even though i in the period that i had away and it took me a very long time for me to get to the place of god where i felt like i was even worthy enough for the call you know i mean i was even worthy enough for god to see me as a servant like that's how far i had gone in terms of how i felt i felt like i'm not even worthy enough to be his servant and then so if i'm not worthy enough to be his servant in my head how dare i now come and serve somebody else mm. you know what i mean like, for me it didn't make sense so not only was i not allowed but i didn't feel worthy enough to serve i didn't feel righteous enough i didn't feel clean enough i didn't feel perfect enough because for me growing up i always had a perfection complex that i had to be i was like the perfect spot child oh, gr- growing up growing up oh, not not now no no okay i still oh, have i okay. still have a, <laughs> okay it's, it's something that i struggle with is that i want to always not be perfect but i want to be as close to perfection as possible indeed and in character and I, okay <laughs> indeed and in character and it annoys me when i'm not right so for me i was not only was i not allowed to come i was banned from church for a considerable amount of time but when i returned i wasn't then given back my title and position to be able to lead other people and be authoritative i had to show not only that i was myself was repentant and i had turned over a new leaf but i had to now submit under leadership and regain my stripes again you yeah. know what i mean like a fallen soldier if you're just if you've gone awol not going, the moment you come back into the camp we're not just gonna be like okay corporal that's not how it works you yeah. know what i mean you have to start from the bottom up and that's what i had to do is so not only was i having to now sit and not even allowed to go back into the youth ministry when i was allowed to enter back into youth ministry i had to shadow you know what i mean this is me who's been preaching for a minute child you know what i mean <laughs> i'm now shadowing i'm now just sitting on the wall just trying to get back into it before then i was like all right cool it's all right sentence served you know what i mean and i would i likened it in the car to serving a sentence yes okay you've committed a crime and you've been sentenced and okay for maybe the moment of sentencing or the day after you committed the crime you was completely repentant and you was completely sorry and you was completely remorseful but your your crime still has to you still have to serve a sentence for that crime and i feel like once you've served that sentence for that crime whatever that crime may be or whatever the sentence may be that's the time that we now say okay you have had enough time to not only have some sort of rehabilitation but um enough time of reckoning with yourself and with god you know what i mean so i feel like that part 
pastor should have stepped down. We're not saying that you are not a pastor anymore because a pastor is a title. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're not saying that you are not a pastor anymore. We're not saying that you, um, yes, you have sinned and yes, you have fallen short of the glory of God. We're not stripping you of your church. We're just saying, take some time out so that not only you can make sure that you are right with God, but, but everybody else can also be in a position whereby they feel like you are right with God. And okay, it's fair for her to say, yeah, but nobody else can tell me when I've gone right with God. No, but we have to allow you to serve us mm. and we do not feel like you are in a position to serve us as our pastor so please step aside <laughs> and i don't feel like that's a bad thing i honestly do not feel like it's a bad thing take some time out okay it may hurt you it may even be your source of income you know because some churches employ people you know i mean if you're part of like a super big mega church you know i mean you can be employed as the church you can be a paid choir leader you know i mean present worship leader you can be a paid keyboard you can be a paid keyboardist and i'm here doing it for free yeah you're doing it for free (laughs) child you know what i mean like in certain places so it could be your source of income but baby you have to do it because it's not right and i i'm so i'm the kind of person about I'm pretty lackadaisical with many things, but, and I'm like, oh, it is well, from li- literally many things, other things just don't set fire to it. But I am come, always come from a position of love. And my thing is, I know what it feels like to not be perfect and to sin and to sin publicly and to sin openly and to be judged and it not being a good thing. Whether it, it mine was fornication, it wasn't homosexuality, but in the same respects, I feel like I wasn't treated with, I, and I don't want to offend anybody when I say this, but I wasn't treated with complete love in that, specific, in that specific time. And so I would always want to be careful to not treat anybody with with hate or maliciousness. Yeah. So do and, you think that your church was wrong to literally banish you from the church? I mean, it, it, I don't think they would have seen it as banishment. They would have seen it as, you need time out, babe. But as in, so you weren't allowed inside no you stay in your house until we can figure out what's going on yeah you know that's pretty much was it what it was it wasn't like don't you ever step foot on these grounds no but that's what i mean but for for that time it was was for that specific time i think i think they needed to and the reason why is because i was in a position of authority and i was i have the most vulnerable set of people and impression yeah what's the word when you make the most uh i I had the most vulnerable set of people and the ones who are easily impression Im- impressionable impressionable that's the mm. one and i'm the head of youth ministry yeah. you know what i mean so you can't just be walking around here sinning really lily with your belly and be like so for, <laughs> for all the other kids to feel like it's okay yeah and i remember a time when somebody said to me because of what you have done and i will never ever forget this and i remember the person who said it and they know they love me and i know i love them but they said to me tina because of what you have done you are going to lead people to hell Eesh. full stop there was no you know how you like you're supposed to um cover criticism with like compliments there was no like a nice <laughs> no thing. sandwich there's technique. no sandwich <laughs> technique yeah there was no nice thing in the beginning half hurtful thing in in the middle and then nice thing at the end no it was open sentence yeah you are because of what you have done you are going to lead people to hell and so full stop and I felt like that for a very long time. That oh my gosh, I because of what I have done, I'm going to lead people to hell. And so what we need to do is sometimes I feel like it's okay to take time out. In the workplace, you have probationary periods. You have a moment. Okay, you will now. Okay, there's tribunal. Something's happening. You stay at home for a couple of weeks until we can figure out how to do it. 
in prison, solitary confinement. You know, I mean, it happens in every sphere of society. Yeah. And although we don't like to liken the, the church to every sphere of society, but precedence begins there first. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, I feel like if you don't take time out to spend time with God, you don't have enough time to really, really dedicate yourself to your recovery. Yeah. And I feel like for me, in those four months that I wasn't allowed back in church, I didn't I didn't stop going to church. I went to another church because they didn't know what had happened. You know, <laughs> so I just like hid my belly. I hid my bump and I went to another church because I needed to not only have time with, by myself with God, but I needed to hear the word. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I'm such a church bunny that I can't sit at home on a Sunday. It doesn't yeah. make sense for me. So I'm going to hide my belly child and I'm going to find me another church because they could, I just could be, I could be married and not wearing my ring. Yeah. You know, I mean, they didn't know. Yeah. So... I just feel like you need to take time out. And if you're struggling with homosexuality, um, tell somebody so that they can help you. Or hopefully they're not going to be like, tell everybody in the church and therefore you have to leave because that's not nice. But I would say step down from the position that you have mm-hmm. um, because you need to have a time away with you and God when you're not trying to serve others because it doesn't make sense to do it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to have time apart you can't be in a position of authority and be having a kingdom preventing sin happening in your life yeah um i want to read i don't know if it's um first or second timothy hold on let me just check first yeah first timothy chapter three Hmm. i'm gonna read okay we'll see where i'll stop um this is a faithful saying. If a man desires the position of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, right? Um, the husband of one wife, right? Temperate, sober-minded, of good behaviour, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, <laughs> not covertuous. Sorry, can I stop here? I know I shouldn't laugh because it's a really serious scripture, but it just reminds me of something that my mum says. When you said, when you read, not given to wine, so your pastor cannot li- be liking drinking all the time. My mum always says, never drink. <laughs> My mum always says, never trust a fat pastor because that person Imagine. doesn't live a fasting life. Uh, you know what I mean? And so you I can't, never thought about that. You can't be given too much food. I can't believe that. <laughs> because you can't be given that. too much um, much uh, drinking. You also can't, or much wine. You also can't be given too much food. Just like, never ever trust, not necessarily fat, but like seriously overweight because you don't yeah. live a fasting lifestyle. You're supposed to live a fasting lifestyle to be a bishop <laughs> or to be a pastor. Anyway, sorry, continue. Not a novice, less being puffed up with pride, he fall. Um, into the same condemnation as the devil. Jeez. Um, and then I'm going to go to the verse 8. Likewise, deacons must be reverent, not double-tongued, not given to wine, not greedy for money, holding the mystery of faith with a pure conscience. Like, so what it's saying is that these people in... Um, and it, it goes on the same as the the, the bishop. You know, and what it's saying is that people, these people need to be... What is the word? Reproach. But what's the word that goes before that? I'm going to say reproach. Beyond reproach? Beyond reproach. They need to be beyond reproach. Yeah, there we go. See, English. (laughs) It's my first language. Um, Yeah, these people who are in positions of... And it doesn't mention minister, but everybody who is in a position of power within the church needs to be beyond reproach. Because um, in another scripture, Paul says... 
teachers will be scrutinized most harshly. Mm. So you can't be living a sinful lifestyle and willingly sinning, willfully sinning, and then be in a position of authority in so the church. You need to be Yeah, you need to be blameless. So if you want to go on and live a sinful life, then just step down. I don't understand the problem with that. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to be in a position of power, mm-hmm. leading other people astray to sin as you are sinning, yeah. when you could just step down? I, that's the bit that I don't really get. Why would you want to be the bishop in a religion that says what you are doing is wrong yeah. and that you will not make it into the paradise of that religion? I don't, yeah. I don't really understand that. I think that's quite nonsensical. Yeah. If you don't agree that homosexuality leads to death or hell or whatever then don't then don't be a christian yeah. it's not by force is it is it by force yeah. like I, I don't really yeah i don't really understand and you may not want to hear it but there's a lot of things that people don't want to hear i don't want to hear that you're not allowed to fornicate i'm not here for that <laughs> but god said that that's how it is so i'm here in a corner begrudgingly not doing it no i'm joking no but as in when i the thing is i used to live like a promiscuous lifestyle and I used to drink and get drunk Mm. like all the time like every day child Mm. like I used to work in the club I would be drunk every day do you know what I mean at uni and it's like now that I've given up clubbing I've given up drinking I've given up fornication and literally it's literally one of except for bar accepting Jesus it's the best decision I ever made in my life Mm. because the <laughs> what is done for me mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, nothing else could do to me. So, so I know firsthand that when you give up the things that your flesh wants for God, He rewards you with peace. Yeah, at least, at the very least, peace. You know, I love me some peace. You know, peace <laughs> at the very least, and yeah. then of course, you know, salvation and heaven. Yeah. yeah. You know, or you know, or whatever it comes, new earth or whatever oh, comes to be afterwards, like that's that's really big and I'd I'd rather have a good relationship with God than sow into my flesh and be doing sins that are gonna please me temporarily when I could have eternal life with God and I'm I'm that's what I'm that's where I've got to that's the stage that I'm at and I don't count myself to be any kind of biblical scholar or you know I'm not a bishop I'm not a pastor so as me, who is not a bishop or pastor, and I can feel that way mm. as just any girl in the church. Why are you big bishop you're or not, pastor? You're not any girl in the church. Uh, no, but you see what I'm saying? Like, mm. Why can you, big bishop, you can't understand that that um, that concept? Mm. That confuses me. And yeah. that makes me feel like you're not where you should be with God to even be a bishop in the first place. Yeah. Let alone continue being a bishop whilst you're sinning. I agree. And I want to read... Um, Okay, I want to read, um, I don't know if this is going to be our hashtag scripture or not, but I want to read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, and I'm going to read it in the New International Version. Romans 12, verse 1 to 2, and it reads, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, and I just feel like, and I'm actually getting a bit emotional just thinking about it, but just as Paul said, I urge you, you know what I mean? Just present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing and acceptable to god this is your true and proper worship but then it says in the end so then you'll be able to test and approve what god's will is for your life that when you now decide to 
present yourself as holy and pure before God, that there will be a testimony and approval that will happen in your life and that will be the prevalence of God's will for your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you are not living that true and holy and acceptable will of God, and if you're not presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice, then you will not see the prevalence of God's will for your life. And that's even making me question myself, like, am I living pure and holy? And am I doing what God is supposed to do because I really want to see the prevalence of God's will for my life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't, and I want it to be my testimony. I want it to be approved. Do you know mm. what I mean? That this is what I want to see for myself. And I encourage you for any of Christians who are struggling with homosexuality or fornication or sodomy or anything, any sexual immorality to really just decide in your heart today to really just live as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, because the reward not only is entrance to heaven, but the prevalence of God's will for your life. And God's will for your life is greater than anything. Amen. You know what I mean? God's yeah. perfect plan. Just imagine how lovely it is, right? <laughs> God's perfect plan for your life is the outcome and the reward of you living holy and acceptable and making your body a living sacrifice to God. Amen. Amen. And I think in a nutshell, like, Christianity is about surrendering to God. I think even Islam, is, is the word Islam means surrender, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Like, it, it, it's about surrendering to God. It's not about doing what you please. Mm -hmm. It's about living a surrendered life, mm -hmm. you know, about picking up your cross and leaving the world. Um, it's about doing the things that are above and putting your treasure in heaven. It's not about... Um, you know, you, you, you. It's about God, 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 mm. other, other people, mm. and then you. Do you know what I mean? That's just what you've chosen. Mm. You don't have to. God is not forcing himself on you, mm. you know? Like, obviously, it would be a shame. It would be a big shame if you were to choose not to mm. have God. Mm. But it is your choice. So you know it's choose to live true. for god choose yeah. to live for god and it's difficult we're not saying that it's going to be yeah easy. it's not child there's nothing it's e not there's easy. nothing easy in this first-hand experience you know easy. it's not going to be easy and and we do say this from a position of love although in the beginning it sounded very jovial but you know we are saying this from a position of love that the the benefits far outweigh the struggle you're going to Definitely. go through 100 now whilst you're trying to to relieve yourself of this sin yeah. you know the bible says submit to god and resist the devil and he shall flee yeah you know so submit to god resist the devil and and that the situation will change and it's not going to be easy but it's worth it and i think that's what we're trying to say is that it's not going to be easy but it's so worth it and the the joy at the end the crown imperishable at the end is far outweighs the temporary pleasure you could possibly receive now amen amen yeah so then our hashtag scripture i think you yeah pretty much nailed it romans 12, 12. 1 to 2 mm -hmm. do you want to read that therefore i urge you brothers and sisters in view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. Amen. 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 Should we wrap up in prayer? Yes. Go on, girl. God, you are great. God, you are awesome. God, you are lovely. You know... 
we are reminded in your Psalms, the verses that read, Who am I that you are mindful of me? And the son of man that you should visit me. Let you make your home to be in me and you dwell in me and you have given us so many things. And Lord, I just want to thank you for loving us and being mindful of us and being sure that we are yours and that you have created us for a purpose and that there is order to the way that you do things father god and i thank you father god right now for reminding us that sexual immorality doesn't please you that we won't spend eternity with you whilst we are committing sexual immorality and i thank you because you your earnest desire is for all men to be saved lord your word says that you're not slack concerned salvation father god so thank you for helping us to remember today father god to really convict ourselves and rid ourselves of any acts of sexual immorality especially mm-hmm. especially homosexuality lord and father god right now and uh, me and for me just join together to pray for anybody who is dealing with homosexuality and are really struggling with relieving themselves of the urge of the desire of the thoughts of the patterns father god the blood of jesus can break every chain father god we thank mm-hmm. you that the blood is more powerful it speaks better things than of able it's able to to discern it's able to to strip away it is able to divide father god every and anything the blood of jesus prevails father god also the name of jesus which is more powerful than any other name father god we use that name right now to pray and command and confess and decree and declare deliverance and healing and restoration oh lord for anybody who's dealing with homosexuality or any other sexual immorality father god we thank you for you're a god of healing you're a god whose answers are yes and, and amen that you're a god father god who is light and there was no shadow of darkness there was shadow of turning in you amen. we thank you that father god you're a god of restoration we thank you that you're able to wash away all sins you're able to bring forth new life you're able to change lives and change souls the father god that we have decided today to present our bodies as a living sacrifice before you holy and acceptable father god and father god we thank you that the rewards isn't just the reward of being restored and healed from that particular sin father god or set free and delivered but also a reward of a new and improved relationship with you fellowship with you time with you entrance into the kingdom father god we give you thanks we give you praise we give you glory help us now father god to stop doing those sins that prevent us from spending eternity with you in jesus name amen Amen. lord we just ask that you help us to surrender to you we ask that you help us to live a surrendered life mighty god help us to be humble mighty god heavenly father and not be puffed up in pride almighty god not so into the lust of the flesh mighty god not living by the flesh but in the spirit mighty god heavenly father sowing into the spirit things that will reap eternal life mighty god heavenly father we pray lord against every corrupt nature mighty god that we have within us mighty god we pray that the blood of jesus oh god will take away every sinful nature mighty god every sinful desire oh god help us to cast down every argument that exalts itself above you oh lord we pray oh lord that you will just help us to have control over our minds and our thoughts oh god that our that our thought sins mighty god heavenly father will not lead to sinful actions in the mighty name of jesus and sinful behaviors but cleanse us oh god cleanse our minds cleanse our bodies cleanse our hearts oh god every heart issue that stops us from letting go of sin almighty god every heart issue that stops us from 
having a broken and contrite heart oh lord heavenly father and living a repentant lifestyle break it right now break off every chain of pride every chain of stubbornness almighty god and help us oh lord to surrender to you almighty god we cast our cares and our burdens and our worries and our sins at your footstool almighty god right now at the foot of the cross oh god all our burdens almighty god we just say take it away almighty amen. god take away our sins almighty god for we know that you have set us free amen. and your word says that who the son sets free is free, free indeed, indeed. so we are free we are free from sins of fornication and homosexuality amen. and masturbation and porn addiction we are free mighty god heavenly father from drunkenness and amen. lying and gossip we are free mighty god and we pray, O oh Lord, that we can walk in that freedom mm. and not continue to go back like a dog after its vomit. Mm. We bless your name and we know, O oh God, that you are strong, that your name is above every name, yes, that no Lord. name of any any named or unnamed sin can have power over us yes. because you have set us free. Yes, Lord. And because your name, almighty God, has the, all the authority that we need to break these chains. Lord, we give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you, Lord, for setting us free. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, thank you. Thank it was people. We got through it. If you listen to the end, well done. <laughs> well done, you. Ooh. Well done, you. Um, yeah. Follow us on at hashtag scripture on um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Subscribe. That's like follow every session. We do, do everything. <laughs> do all the things. I don't have to tell you. You know by now. This is not 2001. Mm-hmm. You know what you have to do. Okay? So do all the things. We love you with the love of Christ. We love you with the love of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And come and talk to us about these things that we're discussing as well. You know? If you've got anything, if you think that we're wrong, if we've said something that you don't agree with. If we've offended you, we're sorry. I'm, to be honest with you, Tina's sorry, but I'm not sorry for offending you. <laughs> Because if it's in the word of God and it offends you, it's supposed to offend blessed, you. Yeah, hashtag blessed is he who's not offended in me. You know, and it's offence for a good reason. It's not offence for the sake of offence, you know. Yeah. It's not offence just because I want to hurt your feelings. It's offence because I love you and I want you to be in God's good graces. I don't want God to be like, this person doesn't love me. So want to party I guess with you in heaven. You don't want to, you don't want to be around me. You don't want to have eternal life with God, yeah. you know. So, yeah. No judgment zone. Hashtag no judgment. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.